Today is a bit of a special episode. Um, we don't have any external guests here. It's just us two, Michel and myself. Um, we wanted to record this episode um, as the final episode of the first season. And in this episode, we want to talk a little bit about our experience um, recording this podcast, talking to all these different entrepreneurs, as well as our experience working on our own startup ideas, um, because we've been through a roller coaster next to recording this podcast, and uh, we've we've had a couple of moments where we thought this really sucks. Uh, this is a big challenge. How we're gonna do this, and. Um, we think that it it might be useful for for people to understand as well uh, how how this roller coaster ride can look like. So uh, I don't know, Michel, um, how was it for you if if we talk first about the the podcast? How was it for you to to interview these people? Uh, what was what was your experience like? Uh, thanks, thanks, Daniel, for the introduction. Um, welcome from my side as well. Um, how we interview these people, how it is for me. Yeah. Um, for me, it's um, without even considering what we share with others. It's super interesting for myself to meet all these interesting people and see, see what they're doing and where they're struggling and what they're struggling with. Um, learn from them for myself and be able to use that in my own or on my own entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Um... I mean, thanks to all of our uh, of our guests that have been on on the show. Um, it's been super valuable. I mean, for our own uh, uh, journey, as you say. So that's super cool. And um, yeah, so we're we're finishing this season, uh, and we're looking for new guests to to appear on the next on the next season of the of the podcast. There might be some slight changes. Um, but nothing, nothing major. We we really want to focus uh, on this aspect of entrepreneurs sharing their their tough moments and their learnings. Yeah. So, uh, Michel, maybe if we if we want to share our own journey on our own ideas because we've we've had some projects on the side. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the story of them when it started and yeah, you know yeah roughly what we went through yeah let me just start with it um i mean we both quitted our jobs right to 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 jump in this roller coaster ride and we started with our big big vision we we have seen that there is a, there are a lot of people who are not really engaged in their jobs and we think that it really sucks because it doesn't make them happy and it doesn't bring a lot of value to this planet so we set out to to make more people try something out to make more people try something new um, and one reason for it could be that they should become entrepreneurs um, but what we realized on this journey is that it depends a lot on the mindset of the people so if you um, if you think that it's a big too big risk to to try out something new or to change something in your life then you're never going to do it and that was kind of one aspect of it and that leads us to one of our basic or our first ideas to to make an app which trains your mindset, mindset for for attacking the challenges of 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 starting something new or or at least of leading something, and yeah, at some point we 
realize that there is a lot of competition out there already in this field. And we have also seen that it's going to be very, very tough to sell a product like this because it doesn't really have a direct value you can sell. And yeah, it's kind of a long-term thing, right? Exactly. I mean, as you say, a lot of people would, would us included, um, could benefit a lot from, from training, from mindset training. I mean, there's a lot of life coaches and, and coaches and other, other aspects that, that are very valuable. But it's, I mean, coaches are way too expensive for most people. Um, and then on the other side, there's books that you can read, but the books can only get you so far. Um, and it's very exhausting to do it. It takes a lot of time. And, and it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, it's, I mean, we compared it to uh, Uber. Uber, you need, or it's a, it's a taxi, so you need to go from A to B. And they have a solution that brings you from A to B exactly. and it's better than normal taxis because you have the app and, and the yeah. whole user experience is better. But saying, we'll train your mindset and maybe in a year uh, you'll see the benefits. You know, you'll become a better leader and your employees will like you better or, or do a better job. You can't really, it's not really tangible, the result. So exactly. people, don't, people don't know what is their return on investment if they... You know, if they invest time and money into a product or an app or whatever it is, they don't really know what's going to get out of it. Yeah. So that's one thing we struggled with, yeah. not being concrete enough, right? Exactly. The product or the, or, the, or the benefit. The benefit is not concrete enough, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 we, really, we still really believe in it. I yeah. mean, we, we talk about it every second day again. Um, but we're, we had to say that it's not concrete enough, actually. Uh, it's too hard to bring it on the market. I mean, I even thought about like you could you could give it out for free, like you make make an application with mindset training sessions, whatever. Yeah. You could give it out for free, but not that many people would even use it. Then yeah. you know, it's not even the price; it's more the time investment. Yeah. That that uh, keeps people away from doing these things, which is really sad because there's so many things that you. I mean, there's so many you know bigger problems yeah. that that need solving, like changing people's mindsets. You know, and mindset can be in leading people, or it can be how much you know how do you live what what type of lifestyle do you do you lead do you create a lot of waste or do you mm. whatever you know it's it's all mindset changes that then change how you behave and but it's really tough to change that so yeah. which is really sad i mean <laughs> those would be the things that have a real big impact definitely yeah but that uh yeah that uh, led us to the to the point where we had to say that we have to start with something more concrete yeah because the challenge was kind of too overwhelming or i don't know we we didn't see any 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 way out of this anymore or, or any any strategy that made sense and uh that's when we said that we have to stop with this project or put it on the side kind of yeah pause it pause it um and tackle it later again when we have more experience in other things or if we some point find a way how we could do it and but then we started with a new thing and maybe daniel you want to tell us a little bit about what we started with yeah or so how we did it actually yeah the, the the new the new project is in one sentence or in yeah, a couple of words is airbnb for workspaces um and it started out with um i mean we were we were working on our own thing and uh we realized okay our our apartment is empty when we go out to, to study at the library or, or work at the library. 
um, and there's a lot of space that's not being used every day in in people's homes um, and the, and and the the remote work uh, trend is is really growing there's more and more people doing home office uh, there's more and more freelancers so we thought okay there there's more demand there's gonna be more demand in the next years um, and then there is an oversupply of desk space in in private homes so why not match that um, so we started with with that idea we really quickly uh, built a, a website and uh, and built a platform and so now we're trying to to uh, acquire hosts um, in a in a test area in Switzerland and as soon as we have enough hosts we're going to try to uh, attract the uh, our guests, our future guests, and then we will just offer the platform, um, and people could make money on it, like like Airbnb. So, if we look back at the first the first uh, mindset uh, idea, our problem or what we did wrong there, probably did many things wrong, but but one <laughs> one one main one main thing was that we didn't really look at the competition well enough from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So one and a half months in we discovered uh, an app or several several offers that were doing exactly what we wanted to do so we really did that better on this in the second step in the second idea and then what we didn't do well in this idea was that we didn't really identify a, a big problem users had mm, big problem or a big desire for yeah, something new yeah. exactly yeah. we just saw an opportunity okay there's a lot of empty space and we assumed or we're assuming that that this demand for space is 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 growing and then there's not enough supply with you know co-working spaces and coffee shops and, and so on um so it's it's still based on on big assumptions definitely um, yeah yeah now we are actually in the in the position where we figured out that it's probably it's not easy but it's it's not that difficult to to get the host side on the platform yeah um we have figured out that there is many many people using airbnb already as a host mm. and renting out their apartments and we have seen and by talking to people and, and contacting people that these are very these are kind of open and interested for a solution like like freedesk it's called freedesk um to to rent out their desk space during the day when they're when they're not there um, some people kind of um, yeah work during the whole week and then they just open it up and thereby kind of finance their rent with it. Yeah. So, but we have a two-sided platform, and it's not enough to just bring bring the hosts. Yeah. Um, and thereby, or at at this point, we're at the moment that's our biggest struggle, kind of, to bring, to, to f- like to f- how can I say this to to find people. To, to show people that it's actually a cool experience uh, yeah. to work from, from someone's home um, because it's something totally new and something totally different. And as we know, these people are not just walking around and say like, hey, I need a desk space, you know. So we have to find them and, and see where they are and, and what they want. Yeah, yeah it's really tough finding, finding the people. Yeah. It's not... You, yeah, we haven't we haven't found it exactly. If it's you know if it's what what is is mm. there is there an age group? Is there a is there a profession? You know, online marketers or developers or um, digital nomads. And mm. 
I mean, how are we? T- I mean, maybe you can, maybe you can, we can go a bit more into detail how we're trying to find these people, like the the concrete activities that that we do. Yeah. You know, if someone wants to build a a platform or even is looking for for you know who's my first customer, yeah. What are the things you could do just I using mean, online yeah. channels? I mean, on the host side, as I kind of said a little bit, that um, we figured out or we had the assumption that Airbnb hosts could be good users or good hosts on our platform as well. So we reached out to them through Airbnb and just contacted everyone individually who had a nice desk yeah. in his apartment, which we could see on the pictures, right? Yeah. So we, we, we focused on Zurich yeah. right? and then we, we looked at all the, all the pictures. Um, I, for example, also I filtered, I filtered um, for Airbnb hosts that had the automatic check-in, you know, with a with a key lock, yeah. so that so that uh, people who wanted to work could just walk in uh, independently of the of the host being there or not there, because that was one one concern of hosts, you know, how am I going to give the key to that person? Will I have to wait in the morning until it, that person comes? So yeah, I filtered for that, and then. We looked at all the pictures of all the mm. all the listings in Zurich, and the ones with the nice uh, table. Um, uh, I contacted them. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was one way, yeah, that was that was one way for the host, and the other way was uh, <clears throat> we went on like um, flat. What is it called? Flat platforms where you can see um, find your your flat, which one you want to rent. Yeah, I don't know a good English word for it. Yeah, rent. Yeah. flat rental flat rental platforms, platforms exactly and in the end we did exactly the same we checked for who has a good um, a good desk yeah. to work on which looks nice and contacted them and reached out to them and uh, yeah we already got a good response on it and uh, we're going deeper in there and uh, trying to um, get more hosts on the platform from that yeah. side yeah so, but on the other side, uh, the guest, the guest side, that's a bit more difficult. Um, uh, what we did is one thing is that we um, joined many, many groups on, on Facebook yeah. and started to interact with these people there and see if they need uh, what they need for a workplace. Uh, if it has to be close to their homes, if it has to be quiet, if it has to be um, if there has to be other people there so they can interact with them and build the network. And find out who actually has what need and which group would fit best. Yeah. And we're kind of still on there. And yeah, um, I don't know. We haven't really figured out, as you said, yeah. uh, the, the best group. Like one assumption was authors, for example, um, because authors need a lot of... They often We had assumption that they need a, a quiet place mm. where they can think and write their pieces. They need something that is not distracting them um, as for example the, your home office could be distracting because you think about the dishes you have to do or the laundry or the admin stuff whatever um, and authors need something a little bit inspiring like new environment um, maybe a good view out of a window um, yeah, a change of scenery sometimes to get out of this writing stuck moments kind of yeah. So we thought that's a, a very interesting target group, and it could be a very cool solution for them. Um, <laughs> that's when you realize that that hypo- you really need to write down hypotheses. 
because the things you believe yeah. can just not be true. Definitely, yeah. I mean, the authors, yeah. the finding for us is, was that it's not necessarily a good group yeah, exactly, of, yeah. of, of guests. They're not, they might not be the first ones to join our platform. Exactly, yeah. Because uh, yeah, they work well from home or coffee shops. Or, or coffee shops or somewhere yeah. else. And uh, the thing is that they don't earn money with what they do, right? Yeah, a lot of us. So it's, yeah. they, they cannot spend money on, on, a, on a desk. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. And therefore, it doesn't really make sense for them to do that. Yeah. But that's really, it's really, uh, I mean, that's one of these roller coaster parts. You know, you, I don't know, you, you join 50 groups on Facebook, mm. you, you, you post things, you ask questions, you, it, and, and then you're the whole day you're on Facebook and, and trying to talk to people. And just nothing comes out of it. Mm. Like nothing, none of the hypotheses you had mm. work out. Mm. You're just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Who might yeah. want our I solution? mean, I, I remember this. This was not that long ago. No. Maybe a week. Uh, like, we came in the morning. Daniel said to me something the day before. And then like, I, I thought about it during the night. And I was like, that's a very good assumption. Let's Let's test it. Yeah. I was like on a very high, like these authors that could be in the morning. You were in the morning, morning. I was like, and then we started talking and interacting with the people, and it just was like, fuck, fuck this, nothing works, and yeah. we we have to change, and let's just drop the whole business model or whatever. And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it is. That's how, that's one of the lows exactly, and 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 there's highs and lows all the time. Exactly, and yeah, yeah the main goal now is really to. To create that match between a guest and a host, and uh, and have people experience that uh, solution, or you know, working from someone else's home. So we're really focusing on that, creating that experience, and 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 also being there, and then interacting with the host and the guest, and seeing you know what what's nice about this solution for you. Is it better than a co-working space, mm. or a coffee shop, or a restaurant, or working from home? Um, to see if it's really valuable because all we have is assumptions I mean yeah. that's also a thing Michel you sometimes say I, I could not imagine doing this mm -hmm. and then I say yeah I could imagine it but I could not imagine doing the other thing and it's all just opinions because we're not our target group exactly yeah. and it's so it's 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 kind of it's kind of a challenge to detach yourself yeah. from that yeah. from your own yeah. opinion and, and views of the world and yeah yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's until now. That's the the current status. That's where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the roller coaster is still on, kind of. It's still yeah. going up and down. Yeah. And we're not leaving yet. So um, I'm very exciting, excited. <laughs> you excited. Very, very I am excited. also very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about what is what is what the future brings, especially the next. Two months, I'd yeah. say, yeah. and yeah, see where our assumptions and our, the feedback we get yeah. leads us to. Do you have an example? If if I ask, you know, we ask all our guests, what was the biggest challenge for you? Um, what would be it? What would that be for you? I mean, my my personal biggest challenge in this whole thing is that we are in a very initial phase of a startup, yeah. um, validating an idea. Um, and I'm working every day, but I don't really get anything out of it. Yeah. And the thing is that we're like, I mean, of course we're learning, we're learning a lot, 
um but we it might be that we just drop the whole thing at some point you know so we yeah because we realized that it doesn't make any sense to continue yeah so we you know that and you're working on it and you you, you give a lot to it and you, you you're still thinking about it while you're in bed and everything yeah and it's on there um but you don't know if you get anything out of it and yeah that's very different from if you work in a in a corporation or somewhere in a normal job because there you at least you get the salary out of it you know yeah and you get a nice reference letter in the end and whatever and you get yeah something like that yeah. but you here you, you're just like okay i worked on this project idea validation you know what i mean yeah. and you don't even have anything to show yeah in the end so it's yeah. it's it's tough but for myself i know it's definitely worth it yeah um but that's something that keeps me thinking and how is it for you um i mean one one tough thing for me was really i i'd like to solve something that's you know of some level of importance um i, I yeah i think we've been very lucky with our education with where we live with um our experience in in the in our jobs um and so i think we're in a good position to solve you know the tougher problems but very often during that you know since i mean since when did we start august i've i've not i felt like yeah, i i wouldn't know how to do that um for example the first the first uh, idea we had this this mindset trainer that was such a i mean it was really inspiring right uh, we felt really inspired by mm. you know changing the mindsets of people and through that having a, a big impact on the world um but that was kind of too too fuzzy and too far away that goal and making that connection to the now you know what how what can we do now what problem can we solve now um and that m gave me the feeling of that that's impossible and there's other startups that already have apps online that have you know two and a half million users and I was like how, how should we do that mm -hmm. why are we better um, and also uh, now this current idea all these days where there's not nothing comes out of your work it's yeah it's kind of tough to <laughs> to keep going mm. um, kind of yeah believing in maybe it'll, it'll, it won't work but we're the only ones that can influence that and that can influence it to to become something so if we say okay the the world of work will change <clears throat> people will stop working in, in fixed offices um and they'll be more flexible and the space in cities will be used better so more people will be able to to live in the city because they'll be able to rent out their space while they work so they'll make money through that and you know um but of course you could say yeah that's not going to happen or that's too big of a plan mm. and we kind of have to make the connection and believing in ourselves that if you know just keep pushing that idea yeah. and it'll it has it'll has it has to work mm. and if if not then then it really sucks but mm. <laughs> but you kind of have to create it's kind of creating the future you want to have but believing that you know two dudes mm. can do that um also looking at the competition i mean we 
we found, of course, we, we did the competition part this time. We did it well or better than the, than the first time. And we found a lot of competition. And we talked to them and they, they started with the same concept mm. we did. And then they, they changed. And then we asked why. And then they had some valid reasons. And still believing in, in our concept. Mm. Sometimes I, I, I'm thinking, are the others just not good enough? And we're going to do it? Or are we just stupid and keep believing in our own uh, hypothesis? Yeah, I mean, there's many, many reasons for that. But the good thing about it is that the others failed already and we can learn from them, you know? Yeah. We know what they did yeah. and how they did it. And so we're not going to do the same shit again. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's always a positive and a, and a yeah. negative or right. a, a doubt. Yeah. And a, yeah. yeah, we can learn from them. Yeah. But we can learn from them, but on the other hand, it could also just show that it's a stupid idea. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and you, you never really know. No. I think no one will tell you, you know, definitely that's... Or there's no, no one no, that can no tell you who you would believe. No. no, no. I mean, all these big new, new world-dominating organizations... Yeah. If I could say it like that, they are kind of built on a uh, on an idea that was like ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people would have said that's stupid. Yeah, and they did it because they were a little bit freaks, you know. Yeah, nerds, nerds, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and it worked. And uh, I think that's in the end the key. Yeah. To to the vision. What do you What do you or what do we do? I mean, when we're at this low, you know, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs will have that. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. To to come back up again. And I mean, we discuss a lot, I think, uh, and, and questioning things and finding arguments. And it always works somehow. Yeah. And, and, and it, sometimes it takes two hours um, walking out of the building and, and go to a coffee place, drink a coffee and the vision walk, the vision walk. Yeah. We do something called a, a vision walk. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we just stop working, go out and go on a walk yeah. you know, on a forest or wherever you are and uh, kind of stimulates the thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's good anyways to move a little bit around yeah. and, and change of scenery first. And the other thing is that you, if your body is active, yeah. You, it's easier to think. Yeah. And uh yeah. Ah, one important thing was when one I remember one at one point we were kind of demotivated very because we we hadn't really formulated the reason why we want to solve that problem. Yeah. It was just we were just looking at oh there's at the opportunity of, you know, having empty spaces in cities. And matching that with people looking for space to work. And if you just have that, and then you go online and look for the competitors who are, you know, on the market for, have been on the market for two years already, you know, <laughs> there's a lot going on already. If you just have that, then you, you compare with the competitors and you say, why? Why do I win? Why do we have to do this? There's already people doing something similar. Um we're we're new we're gonna lose anyways you know so at this moment we i mean you said that i think that was your input you're like why are we doing this mm -hmm. and, and i can't find the motivation and mm -hmm. and it was exactly right so mm -hmm. we went out and and took an afternoon i think mm -hmm. we walked in the in the forest mm -hmm. and and talked about why we think it's important 
you know the bigger big, the bigger picture and that really helped i think the the next day was very different yeah that definitely helped and since then it's been different yeah the, these this thought of you know as soon as you see competitors we feel less yeah. stressed about yeah, it it's less stressed, we have yeah. this big uh, the reason why that is one thing yeah and the other thing i would say is that uh, write down the things in assumptions yeah and form hypotheses for um, for experiments yeah and thereby not just talking a little bit about this side and that and that and that and whatever and just put it on the paper yeah and then just do one experiment after the next one and valid or invalid bait like yeah we, and, and and thereby you just learn along the way and it's like okay let's test these hypotheses and and if everything is invalid we're gonna look and and, and brainstorm about new hypotheses yeah and if you don't, cannot find anything anymore, then then it's dead. Yeah. Because then we don't have any yeah. any more ideas how it could work. You know? Yeah, yeah. There, this this structured approach really helps. Um, yes. I mean, the, the last we had a couple of weeks now where we were really unstructured. Yeah. Um, we had ideas and we just started working on the, on it directly. Like we said, uh, oh, let's talk to digital nomads. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm on it. You know. Mm-hmm. And we didn't write down the hypothesis. Nothing. And it was kind of shooting everywhere yeah. and and really demotivating because nothing came back. Yeah. And we did that well in the in the first idea yeah. that we tested, very structured. And then, I don't know why, it was stupid. Or yeah. <laughs> in the second idea, we just stopped doing that. Yeah, we just... And we just went on a random path. Definitely. Um, and then, so we realized that and then we, we structured it again. And that really, really helps, yeah. writing down all the assumptions you have defining the tests that you're going to do to to see if they're true or false and then just doing the tests one after the other and it's it's like a to-do list exactly and you can just go through it and define hey if if this hypothesis is not true we'll stop the project yeah and uh the the easiest thing is to use a template for that so if you're ever in the situation contact us and uh, we can send you our template with it I yeah. mean, in the end, it's for every startup exactly the same yeah. steps and uh, the same way of writing hypotheses and the experiments to it. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll be very happy to share this with everyone. Yeah. Also, one good uh, piece of content is um, a book. I think it's by Steve Blank. Mm-hmm. The Four Steps to Epiphany. Um, that kind of lays out the the concept of customer development. In it, you know, it compares it to Product development. Product development is a is a big focus in companies, but not customer development. You know, finding out who your customers are, how you reach them, how big the market is, what type of market you're in, because there's different types of markets that uh, require different marketing approaches, different um, uh, levels of funding. For example, if you're in a totally new market with a new product, um, people don't know about your product, so it's going to take you more time and money to explain that product and to get people to buy than if you're than if you're in an existing market um, and also for example one good example is if you're in an existing market um, selling insurance for example people know what insurance is so you can really focus on just putting money into your brand mm. so you don't have to explain the product but if you have to explain the product as well then that's just one detail of the book. It's a really great book. There's you can find a PDF online. Yeah. Um, that really helped us structure the whole process. And also, if you need a template for that, we can also share yeah. ours. 
Yeah, structure the whole thing. It helps us this, and 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 it shows you why you start with the customer development and not with the product. Yeah, because um, all the all the effort you put into developing a product, it might be the most amazing thing whatever, but it's unnecessary if nobody needs it. Yeah, and by not figuring out this first, you're kind of investing time and and and, and maybe even money into something that is not worth anything. Yeah. And I think the most dangerous thing about it is even that as soon as you have built the product, you're kind of in love with it yeah. and you don't want to kill it anymore. And that leads you in the wrong directions and, and continuing on something that is not good yeah. and nobody needs. So, yeah, very, very valuable book. Yeah. It's very, very helpful for us, for us as well. Um, yeah, and we see, we see where it leads us to. Yeah. See about that. All right. Um, thanks so much for everybody who's been following us on this on this journey. Um, we'll stop the first season with this with this conversation and uh, focus on acquiring new 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 people to join us as guests on the next on the next season. Um, we really appreciate any uh, reviews and feedback you can give us. Uh, reviews help us, for example, on, on the iTunes app to to get more reach um, and also to better understand if we can change anything in the in the in the podcast structure or the content or the people we interview. Um, so every time in the in the podcast description, we have a link to to a feedback survey. And if you'd like to help us out, we'd be very happy to to uh, get your feedback over that channel. And if you know any interesting entrepreneur that would like to share his or her story uh, on our podcast and, and the experience that person had, please feel free to, to write us at nerdentrepreneurs at gmail.com. That's the easiest. Or you can reach us on our, on our homepage, nerdentrepreneurs.com. And yeah, thanks a lot for, for listening and see you in season two. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nerd Entrepreneurs Podcast. Be sure to visit nerdentrepreneurs.com to access the show notes, read about our next episode, and join a community of like-minded entrepreneurs. If you like the Nerd Entrepreneurs Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.